feel like we have to talk about this thing mm-hmm. um, <laughs> because the internet's been talking about it and it, it's kind of up our alley. But have y'all seen the uh, Dune 2 popcorn bucket? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> What's wrong, babe? You haven't fucked your Dune 2 popcorn bucket. Dune, Dune 2 popcorn bucket? <laughs> have you not seen this? You need to Google no. it right now. Yeah. Okay. So we'll listener, um, should we just leave a little, okay, listener, if you want to look up Dune 2 popcorn just, bucket. Yeah, everyone at home, look up Dune 2 popcorn bucket. Just ask Professor Google. Ask ask Google. Ask Jeeves. It's um, it's something. Oh, so it's like the worm's mouth. So it looks like a thing that you would put your dick in it, maybe. Yeah. yeah it, it, looks, it looks like a sexual orifice of some sort. It's a Dune 2 fleshlight. Yep. <laughs> But yeah, it's like I I saw this on probably the Twitter and I was like, well, we got to talk about it <laughs> like we have to. Because like somebody was like, I want to make a popcorn bucket and I want it to look extremely fuckable. <laughs> I want to be able to fuck my popcorn while I'm at the movies. Thank you. Which please. Porn has already brought up the fact that everybody wants to fuck a popcorn bucket, apparently. Wait, like actual popcorn? Well, it's it's the the old trope where you cut a hole in the bottom of the popcorn, yeah. and you put your dick in it, and then the other person, as they're reaching for the popcorn, accidentally touches your penis. And yeah, then, and then they of course suck your penis. Mm-hmm. See, I feel like it would be bucket. more like hand job because you're reaching for the popcorn. Hey, in porn, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> in porn, yes, correct. But like, if you're actually trying to be sneaky in a sure. in a theater. Theater. Have it in a theater. You wouldn't be putting your face down in a popcorn bucket <laughs> normally, unless you're just real fucking hungry. Real, real hungry. Like a fucking feed bag on a horse. Yeah, but see, I feel like yeah, like well, I guess like either one, it would, it would the the nice buttery goodness would like give you some like lubrication, right? Yeah, but all, all the oil. popcorn kernel pieces <laughs> stuck on your fucking. Tinder wiener skin. <laughs> my tinder wiener skin. <laughs> my kernels. Would hurt. Oh my god. I mean, like, yeah, sure. That's not great. And it's probably not healthy for your bits. Um exfoliating your the butter, sure. the butter's probably nice. Yeah, sure, maybe. I don't know. Or like not. I I, don't know. I think of it long as it like stays like below the tip, we're probably good. You know what I mean? Like because there's salt wanna... too. You don't want you don't no little no. popcorn seeds stuck right in there. No, oh, oh no. Can you oh, imagine though? No. Like you come and you come all over the popcorn and then like that's your that's your popcorn seasoning. <laughs> I'm sure someone wants that. Yeah. N- not me personally, but someone. Someone. It, it's salty, right? Just a little drizzle. It's <laughs> a little drizzle. Just a little drizzle across the top. Now it's like dessert popcorn. Yeah. That's right. It's like frosting. <laughs> oh, I hate this. What if, what if you ate pineapple right before? And then oh, it's like yum. Yum, 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 yummy. I can't remember. I wish I could remember the comedian, but she has like a whole bit where she's like, have you ever been with a guy who eats like pineapple right before he comes? It tastes <laughs> just like cum. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was supposed to make it taste, but I don't know. I've never like been with somebody who, who has... um. Dude, come who also likes fruit. So, like, yeah, <laughs> like just throwing your your partner out there. Like, he doesn't like fruit. Is that what's going on? Not, there? not into fruit. I don't know. You're not into fruit. I mean, I'm I am a certified chick with a dick. I do like pineapple. 
could so could, you could literally test this. You could, I could literally I could, experiment. I could do the testing. I think I don't eat pineapple is, a lot. Huh? I, I think what's more like what you eat is obviously going to come out of your body in whatever you make as well. So like it it makes sense, but it's always gonna taste like cum. Like cum's cum. Yeah, no, yeah, oh no. I know, I know there's bad cum, good cum, all that jazz, but yes. I'm just saying, like, the person's cum, if they have nasty cum, isn't gonna be good now because of pineapple. It like, can't may- hurt though. Now, right? what, what if, now, <laughs> what if, maybe, what if they change their whole diet? Like, not talking just like one time they ate pineapple, but like, their diet changed where they were eating a lot of pineapple. Like, and like, do you maybe think they were make a actually difference? hydrating and like, you know, Hydrating's yeah, the things you're supposed important. to do for a healthy body. Yeah. If, it, if they were just like, and I, when I say eating healthy, I just mean like regular, you know, intake of vegetables and fruit mm-hmm. and water <laughs> and yeah. everything else is fine. Like you need all the donuts and Doritos you want, as long as you're also eating some other like, you know, fibrous foods that are good for your body. Yeah, yeah, I imagine your cum would taste a little better. Yeah, I don't know. I, this I is a long-standing so. debate. I feel like it is because I've I've also heard various takes on this. Like some people are like, "Oh, you know, vegetarians and vegans, their cum tastes way better than people that eat meat." Blah 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 blah. I've and also it, heard that. I yeah. I've heard that, and I've also heard that that uh, there are exceptions to the rule. So it just feels like maybe it's. Not necessary. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I just if, every if you, porn star I've ever talked to, they've tried a lot of cum, and <laughs> you know, they're cum connoisseurs. They're yeah. cum connoisseurs, <laughs> and like they and they'll tell me about the types of cum I've never even knew existed, and I'm over there in the corner, just like shaking because I'm scared about all the I different wanna, types of cum. I, I, I need. Hold on, I need this conversation. I want to know about. I don't all know. The, if we have time for that. I want to know about all the cums. There's. There's. So many different types of cum. I just want to know. Texture is a big part of that. Yes. And like the. I mean, I know that. Yeah. The thickness. But I want to know. Like, are there things I don't know about? Oh, maybe. I mean, I'm not the one that's going to be able to share this information with you. We're going to have to bring on a, need, a porn star. Yeah, you need to get befriend a bunch of like you know adult film stars. I, know, I need. I need this information. Maybe I gotta know. You know what? You could file for a grant. And then you can do your research project and where you can meet all these people, have these conversations and put this debate to rest. Yes. Sell Does it come once and for differ, all. Depending. Yeah. Like join we all want to know. Join our Patreon and Jim <laughs> will produce the most in-depth study in, uh, about come and how good it could be or bad or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever you want also, to do. There about. has to be some studies out there already too that you can utilize in your research i yeah. imagine nobody else has to know that patreon members they don't have to know <laughs> that there's other research out there already. <laughs> yeah no let me do the research let me do the sure. research i'm working on the red uh the red um animal sh- sanctuary <laughs> <laughs> you're working on cum research what's joyce what's your project are you with me i don't know there? i got i gotta find a personal project that's been on my patreon money on. <laughs> I'm just swimming in the, you know. <laughs> Don't even know what to do with all this cash. With all this obviously one, one cash. <laughs> one cash. <Our> one <laughs> yeah. Uh obviously we really love our Patreon members. Yeah. Uh kiss kisses. Kiss. Yeah. <laughs> so don't we we kid. We love. Don't we leave us. <laughs> Please don't. Making all this extra content. We need someone to listen to it and watch it and stuff. Yeah. <sighs> so. Show? Show. Show. Um, shall we do it? 
Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. Hello. Welcome to Love at First Sighting. Sex positive, kink friendly, and thirsty conversations about the monsters and cryptids that traverse our backyards in our imaginations. My name's Joyce. My pronouns are she, they. I'm your resident cryptid researcher, bringing the monster book report and more. Wink. <laughs> Joining me is Jim. Hey, oh, I'm Jim. I'm they, them, and I'm here to read monster porn. Love it. Also joining me is Coco. Hey, I'm Coco. He, him, and I am horny, and I want to learn. Teach me, mama. Well, I will do my level best uh, once the Google decides I can read it. Yes. All right. (laughs) So uh, today we are going to talk about the Rat Man of South End. The Rat Man of South End. Where's South End? In uh, jolly good England. Oh, that was like my worst English accent attempt ever. But you know, I liked it. Yeah. So, um, just a heads up: Ratman's story isn't necessarily a happy one. Uh oh. Um. So as a result, a few content warnings, uh, mentions of harassment, houselessness, harassment. Womp, womp, womp. (laughs) I'm sorry. I apologize. Oh my god. Uh, harassment, uh, houselessness, violence, murder, death, mild gore, animal attacks, adultery, child abuse, cannibalism. Lots of animal attacks lately. It's a lot of um, a lot of things. That's like all the things. I did just say, as a result, a few content warnings. There's a it's few. All, it's all of them. <laughs> that's it's pretty a, much all the content warnings. I mean, it's a lot of them. <laughs> um, um, also, uh, another disclaimer. Um, book report, it's really not that much shorter than usual. It's just slightly, but the story is also a little bit longer, so it balances Ow. it out. I had a really hard time really cutting down this story, but we'll get onto that later. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All righty. All right, let's get started. Depending on the source, the Rat Man of South End is either a cryptid or vengeful spirit residing in South End on Sea in Sussex. Mm-hmm. The first origin story tells of an elderly, houseless man seeking shelter one cold night in an underpass. When he found a suitable refuge from the elements, he was descended upon by some cruel youth who took to beating him for fun. After getting their malicious jollies, the group left the poor individual to bleed to death in the cold night air. Jesus, fuck. Yeah, not great. As he lay dying, numerous rats from the area gathered and devoured his face. Oh my god, I thought they'd be his friends. <sighs> well, well, rats we'll kind of do that. both. They eat you and love you. Sure, yeah. Well, yeah, I guess they could appreciate it. Um, supposedly, ever since, it has been said that at the underpass, you can hear the sounds of rats squeaking and claws on stone, as well as see a human-shaped apparition with a large rat's head. Hmm. Some depictions cite a rat's skull instead of flesh and fur, but kind of usually it's like flesh and fur head of a rat. So, like, maybe they were just like, yum, 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 yum. I guess we'll give you, like, life after, you know, because we kind of took your body with our mouths. Sorry, sorry I don't know. we ate your face. Here's sorry we face. ate your face. We'll bring you back. Woo, 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 woo. We'll make you our king. Rat necromancers. Oh, that's, that's actually very, a really That is very cute. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Squeak, squeak, squeak. This sidebar, uh, in between me having this idea and us recording, we did spot a rat in our yard. Oh my god! Um, it was eating the bird food. Uh, we named him Rathew. Um, <laughs> sorry, it was just coincidental. How, I how are you just I gonna to dox Rathew like that? Rathew. 
Rathew ate a lot of the bird food. Sorry, Rathew. We love you, our rat son. Um, (laughs) (laughs) He lives under our porch. Um, All right. So getting back to the rat man, Mm -hmm. not Rathew. The other origin story for rat man is, I guess, less sad, but still kind of like problematic. So the story goes as thus. One of the former mayors of the town had a reputation for being a known adulterer. And as a result of his behavior, he impregnated one of his mistresses. Eventually, she gave birth to a child with an elongated face, almost like a snout, also with a tail not unlike a rat's. Per my research, it was said that eventually the child developed a taste for human flesh. <laughs> what, I, how? Why? That's in, my in, question. In that's what, what I was way? Gonna... How would it do that? <laughs> well, that's funny you ask because I couldn't find out why. I kept looking. I'm like, why? How? Why? So, sometimes it just happens. You just wake up one day and you're like, gotta eat that. Gotta, gotta, gotta eat. You gotta eat. Gotta you gotta eat. eat. But yeah, so I don't know why. I did look. I did try to look, but I did not find out why. Um, Yeah, I could not find anything explaining it. But um, if you out there, listener, know why the rat man developed a taste for flesh, hit us up. Rat baby. Yeah, rat Rat baby. baby. Rat baby turned rat teenager, rat man, I would imagine. I don't know. (laughs) Um, So anyway, to solve... His dilemma, the mayor, it was said that he um, had the underpass constructed and in the design was a secret passageway that would become the home of his child. Well, why, would, why, would you, why wouldn't you just make like a shack or like I, I'm, I I'm getting know, to that. a hut in the woods, but no, you got to make a, a road underpass to I'm, put yeah. your kid in. Well, I'm getting rat to child. That. You got to okay. put him under a bridge. Okay. So. The secret passageway was the the child's home. This way, he could keep the child hidden, but also the child could venture out at night to fulfill its cannibalistic cravings. What? So you can't do that from a sh- a cottage in the woods? You have to live under now, a bridge. Now, okay. Now, if I lived like five minutes from a restaurant versus like I don't know two hours, what do you think would be more convenient? So you're saying. The mayor so, wanted his kid to be able to get people that were walking on the bridge. Yes, like okay. a troll, oh, okay. like a little troll child. He <laughs> gives gives him easy access at night. He could sneak out, go meow, 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 and go back to his little hole. No one's the wiser, I guess. I mean, eventually someone would probably be. Well, apparently yeah. someone was. That's why yeah. we got the story. Indeed. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, obviously, I don't love this uh, theory it, considering kind of like the ableist tone of it, you know, like yeah. uh, it reminds you know, but, me, I feel like I'm sitting on a bench in a park in London and I'm having a beer and there's a stranger next to me who's also having a beer. And we struck up, struck up a conversation just because we were both drinking in the park. And this is what he just told me. And I'm like, yep, that makes sense. <laughs> this is what this feels like. Is that just sure. like drunk in the park being like, wow, you got to understand. Underneath this little bridge, there's a little door where the rat baby comes out and he eats. <laughs> <the faces. laughs> he crawls out and he there's, bites on your ankles. He says, he says, he squeaks at you and he comes and eats your face. That's, I love that little rat baby. He was the mayor's son. <laughs> <laughs> It, a, it does, yeah, it does have a bit of a... Had the longest face on a baby you ever seen. Oh, my God. 
You've never seen a baby with rat face like this. It's terrifying. Oh. How tile and everything. It developed a taste for human flesh. <laughs> Snagglepuss over here. Oh, shit. I'm going to write Snagglepuss in a story. Please. Yay, do oh. it. Aww. We're so old. No one's going to know who Snagglepuss is. Like, that, that voice has been used by other things. I know it time. has. Like, I'm pretty sure like a very similar thing is like an adventure time. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a good voice. But all right. Back to our rap boy. So I did read one encounter story off of Reddit, so I, I want to share that before moving on. Okay. Um, so according to the post, this happened in 2002. A friend returned to a house party after visiting the infamous underpass. Um, I cannot tell y'all how many times I have to go back and edit uh, overpass to underpass, because I know they are different things, but for some reason I got stuck in my head that it's an overpass, but no, it's an underpass. What? Okay, I don't. What's the difference? The underpass, it's like you pass under it. Overpass is like, well, wait a sec. That's not right. You know what? Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, because I don't know. Like, what, what? Like, well, in my brain, it's like overpass, you, you drive over something, right? Maybe they're both a com- combined thing. Like, the top is the overpass and the bottom is the underpass. Right? Yes, that seems right. That's, that seems accurate. Yeah. It's the same thing. Wow. We are listening. I don't know how many listeners we have, but they probably all think we're very dumb. <laughs> mm, well, you know, we all have different strengths. We do. And this our, is not mine. And our strengths are storytelling and mm. entertainment. I am an entertainer. We are not structural engineers. So uh, <laughs> we I feel get like a pass y'all always make it worse as you try to like explain why. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but it's, it's okay, part okay. of our charm. I looked it up because I, in my head, this is what I thought, but I didn't know for sure. So I looked it up. This is, okay. this is how we do these things. And overpass is a section of road that goes over something pretty straightforward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then an underpass is a pedestrian passage that goes underneath. There you go. Oh, so okay. it's for us. It's for An underpass is a pedestrian path. That makes sense per- huh. based on the story too. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, all right. Cool. Let's let's. I shouldn't even brought it up because I forgot how much of a fool I was gonna make of myself. But let's, we'll see if we cut it. I don't know. We'll yeah, find cut out. it. Let's we'll cut it. it. Yeah. yeah, we'll, we'll find just out. Cut this it. is gonna be we'll a long out. one. Um. All right. When they went outside to greet their friend, they found him sitting on the curb, shirt and pants ripped, huge slashes on his back, and a hysterical look on his face. After talking their friend down, he was able to tell them what happened. The witness claimed that him and some friends went to the underpass to goof around. They loitered about and made a little noise, you know, teenager stuff. Getting bored, they decided to walk into the underpass. While walking inside the underpass, the friends got the feeling they were being watched. Looking around frantically, the witness said he eventually saw what appeared to be two eyes staring at them off in the distance. These eyes seemed to be reflecting their flashlights and were of a color that he said to be indescribable. The group panicked and began to run back to the entrance. The witness who was running said he heard a horrible scream from behind him. Too afraid to turn around, he picked up the pace as he ran to the entrance. As he was trying to make his way out, he heard what seemed to be the sound of bare feet running in their direction. He then felt something slam against his back and he fell to the ground and felt something trying to pull him back by his ankles. The other people there present were throwing rocks at whatever was attacking him and eventually it let him go. Getting back up, the witness ran as fast as he could. He also claimed as they were leaving, 
they could see a figure in the underpass behind them. After hearing what their friend in torn rags relayed to them, some people from the house party decided to go and investigate. At the site, they found what appeared to be blood on the concrete and large claw marks in the stone, though no figure or animal is anywhere to be found. Spooky. I mean, that's fucking scary. Very scary. Mm-hmm. Very scary. Were there any, like, images to accompany this or just word of mouth? No image, mm-hmm. images. <laughs> no images. No images. Um, a couple fun tidbits before theories. There are ghost tours that feature the site of the Ratman. You can go and see this underpass. Also, a local author to the area, D. Gordon, detailed the local ghost stories of the Essex area, including the story of Ratman, in the book Haunted South End. So if you want to learn more, I'd say look it up. There is a short film about the Ratman of South End that was entered in a 2019 film festival, the annual Horror on Sea Film Festival in South End, directed by Michael Holliday. Hmm. Yeah. So you, say, you, you said it was called Horror on Sea? Yeah, because okay. it's like I just, South End on Sea is the name of the town. It all kind of came together, so it did sound just like horror on the sea, and I was just trying to... <laughs> Whoops, sorry. <laughs> horror on Sea. Gotcha. <laughs> um, yeah, theories. Ghosts, cryptid, person with unique features. A tale to convince people to quit treating houseless people like garbage. Mm-hmm. Uh, housing is a human right. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. This is a rad man South End. Escaped? Ant, like escaped exotic animal, perhaps. Sure. Because like they were saying, oh, we saw like undescribable eye shine. Mm-hmm. Like most animals have eye shine. Um, baboon. I can see. They yeah, have, like, baboon. An something that can face, grab. Still human like. Yeah, elongated face. Something that can grab ankles. Mm-hmm. Like so, something that has hands, mm-hmm. but can also claw. I feel like that could be baboon. Mm-hmm. Something that could scream. Baboon. Baboons are scary as fuck. They're so fucking, They're fucking scary. scary. Very scary. Yeah. Yeah. These are these are good. These are all good theories. Yeah. But who knows? Yeah, we don't know. So he could be flesh and blood. He could be a ghost. I feel like a ghost, though. Like most ghosts don't have like the power to slash. It depends. <laughs> I mean, I've seen some ghosts. Ghost tales where they talk about slashes. They do. Like, they're like, oh, we got three slash. But, like, usually it's like, Ellie. It's always three. It's always three. Yeah, it's yeah. Always three. It's like, oh, it's demonic. It's it's mocking the Holy Trinity. But, like, well, it's always like three little thumb. fucking scratches. There's like, Ellie, yeah. it hurt my leg. <laughs> and it's like three <laughs> tiny little cat scratches. But, like, this sounded like he his fucking shirt was ripped off. Yeah, yeah. Scratches. No, it definitely was. Like, so, yeah, more powerful than your typical ghost tale. So maybe it was flesh. Who knows? <laughs> also, the sound of bare feet. But yeah, I guess slapping. ghosts sometimes yeah. make, yeah, the slapping. Ugh. I did want to make a joke about how I thought it was a rat man and not a bear man, but it didn't seem to really go anywhere. It's just. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Fair yeah, enough. you did say bare feet. And, yeah. for, I, and for a split second, I did definitely. I was like, <laughs> Sorry. wait, what? They, they, oh. But yeah, they made a specific, they specifically emphasized that the feet were bare. But yeah, I think it's like the flesh slapping on the, the stone yeah, yeah. or whatever. Um, the pitter-patter. <laughs> pitter-patter. So, so it does sound kind of like, now that you now that you described what an underpass is, so almost like a walking tunnel. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, it is. I, there are pictures of this tunnel. I've seen it. It is like a more like a pedestrian kind of walkway thing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why. Spooky. Oh, yeah. I want to go to one. Oh. I want to go. 
We'll have to go to jolly old England. There's a, a tunnel that goes underneath um, from the Isle of Dogs to Greenwich. Uh, so it goes underneath the Thames. And it, so it's a very long tunnel. It's just a pedestrian tunnel, so it's not very big. Um, and I used to go back and forth through it. And you like I would go through late at night, and it's just completely empty. Just this super long, like narrow tube that you're walking through, and it's like fluorescent lights that are blinking, and you're underneath <laughs> the river, and like all you can hear is like the echoey sounds of what's happening outside. It, so you just hear like, oh yeah, yeah, it's damp as hell. Ooh. It's a spooky yeah, ass tunnel. No, no, thank you. Oh, so no, scary. Don't like it. Yeah, ooh, but you feel things, you know. <laughs> but you feel you feel yeah. things in your cooter. Yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe. Maybe. Sure. You got it. Sure. <laughs> you might feel things in your dick. I don't know. What did you got maybe. working with? You Some know, people feel something. A little cold, scary, dark, wet tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm not proud. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> We're 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 working on it. We're all doing our best. We're all trying. So, um, all right. So the story today that I wrote that you wrote, I wrote it. Mm-hmm. I did write it. Um, you got lost in the sauce. I did get lost in the sauce. So yeah, it's not specifically. You you'll find out why in a second. But it's not specifically the Rat Man of South End. Um. So, but it is a Rat Man. Who is not English? It just it makes sense for the story I wanted to write. Um, spoiler alert! I wrote this story just so I could like tell one joke. <laughs> <laughs> just a single joke. No. Uh, well, okay. <laughs> so extra context. Actually, I wrote this story so I could tell two jokes, but oh, yeah. I had to cut one of them, which will be like a special. <laughs> it will be a special <laughs> Patreon thing. It was basically scene setting that's mostly for our entertainment. Um, but that will have to be a Patreon where we do the full read and I will allow <laughs> laughter in that because like it is for entertainment. But yeah, it just made the story way too long. God, <laughs> I just, the statement, I wrote it for two jokes, but I had to cut one was really good. <laughs> <laughs> They're not necessarily very good jokes, but that is why I wrote these. Um, I also want to apologize before we get going. I know I'm using a lot of time. No, we're uh, I did write this when I was recovering from COVID. So if it's bad, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> this was this is all COVID brain, baby. It was it was all COVID brain. It like yeah, it got yeah, that fever fog writing it going was, on. It was it was something. I was like isolated and just like trying to pass time. Um, okay. So we have a few characters. Um I would like Jim to read the part of Peter. Uh, who's a trans mask grump grumpus, a little sassy. Um, I, I feel like these uh these characters are a little pointed. That is not on purpose. It's just this <laughs> character I decided to write. Uh, the only pointed bit is I thought you want to play a trans mask character. Oh, okay. Well, I saw I saw a bit of a grump. I was like, okay, 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 and then a little sassy, and I was like, <laughs> if you're grumpy, you're a little sassy. But, you know, you can't have one without the in, other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's like peanut butter and jelly. Um, yeah. I, I don't actually have this story. Um, well, while Coco finds the story, uh, I will be playing the character Mimi. She is soft-spoken, polite, but a bit of a nerd. I had to take out some stuff, so she doesn't seem as nerdy as she originally did. It's okay. Is that going to be in the the full story? The though? full story, yeah. yeah. You'll get more of a sense of like her vibe. 
Um, Coco will be playing the part of Wilbur. Uh, he is kind of a good-hearted goof that's a little rough around the edges. He is also the creature. I just feel like these these characters are written for us. I mean, <laughs> it just seems that way. What every time we Gem, do this? Are you this? trying to say I'm a goof, rough around the edges? What is that? What uh, you're trying to say about me? And a creature? <laughs> that's, um, it's actually pretty pretty accurate. Okay. Do you have like any sort of um, stage notes for us as far as like? No, I don't think anything beyond um, the descriptions. Yeah. yeah, you can take that and run with it. Okay. Um. Yeah. All right. Alrighty. Is everyone ready? Mm-hmm. All right. Avast ye landlubbers. <laughs> Should I say that this is titled Love Boat? Sure. It is titled Love Boat. <laughs> By Joyce. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to be able to do that again in such, such a good take, but I'll try my best. Avast ye landlubbers. Shouted a gruff older man in a sailor's cap, ragged tank top, in gym shorts. Are you ready for a tour of terror? <laughs> the loungewear <laughs> shipmate continued. Oh boy, Peter thought to himself. Unfortunate for him and Mimi, it seemed they were the only ones participating in this tour. This meant it was on them alone to play along. Um, yar, Peter uttered wimpily. <laughs> Luckily for him, the sailor just ignored his lack of enthusiasm and started his spiel about ghosts and ghouls. The two awkwardly followed behind, occasionally nodding in response to whatever the guide said. Peter tried his best to focus on what the sailor was saying, but the stories did little to keep his interest. Mimi didn't even try, and she just meandered daintily in her heels behind. She just took in the sights. There was a romantic quality to the scenery, she thought. The twinkling lights the chirp of insects, and the gentle sounds of water lapping against the hull. Mimi passed the time crafting little fantasies of boat sex. About thirty minutes of spooky tall tales later, the sailor concluded with, Well, folks, that ends the guided part of the tour. Feel free to take a load off or wander the boat some little more till we hit the city. Just don't bother the captain, all right? And with a half-assed bow, the man walked off, fiddling with a vape rig. <laughs> <laughs> Once the faux sailor was out of earshot, Peter broke the silence. Well, that was pretty awful, huh? Peter said with a shrug. This was your idea, you know. How much longer we got till we get off this sinking ship? Mimi asked sassily. Peter looked into his phone. Mm, if the ride's only an hour, it looks like we got a little less than 30 minutes. I say let's wander some more. Maybe we'll find our own ghosts, he suggested. Okay, yeah, what the hell? Lead the way, ghost boy. Mimi said with a wave of her hand. Like nosy children, they explored the ship, peeking in containers and doorways and making snarky comments along the way. Lacking real ghost hunting equipment, Peter hit record on his phone's voice memo app and waved it around wildly. Mimi just shook her head dismissively. Eventually, all the wandering got old. I think I need a break. Let's find somewhere to sit. Mimi requested, looking a little bored. Peter agreed, and the two found a large cooler to plop down on. Peter messed around with his phone, listening to the recordings he made. Are we almost there? I feel like it's been way longer than 30 minutes. Mimi asked impatiently. Yeah, wait, what the hell? It's been like 50 minutes, Peter replied with agitation. 
you know, I was going to mention this earlier, but have you seen anyone else on this thing? Like, other than our tour guide, who now seems to be nowhere to be seen? There has to be more than one person on this thing. Mimi said with worry in her voice. Peter realized that, yeah, there was literally no one else on the ferry. Yeah, that's so weird, Peter answered, his own voice now colored with concern. Getting up from his seat, Peter said, I'm going to find who's driving this thing. Ask them what's up. Let me come with you. I'm kind of freaking out. Mimi piped in a shaky voice. As they walked the deck, Peter suddenly realized a pretty thick mist had surrounded the boat. He thought it was probably just steam from the stacks, but there sure was a lot of it. Peter glanced over the railing, but found he couldn't even see the water below. Mimi must have also noticed the shift in scenery, because he could feel her hand trembling in his. Once at the boat's cabin, Peter knocked on the door politely. Hey, hi, sorry to bother you, but we were hoping to talk to someone, Peter exclaimed. He took a few beats before rapping on the door again. No response. Becoming frustrated, Peter pounded on the door. Hey, hi, we'd like to get off this boat now, Peter demanded. Still nothing. Finally, he tried the door, and to his surprise, it opened. Peter peered into the dark cabin. At the helm was a hooded figure. The figure turned to them and said, Oh, excuse me, folks, but uh, no one's supposed to be in here. Yeah, hey, sorry to bother you, but we couldn't find anyone else. We wanted to know when we were going to reach the city. We've been on this ride for nearly two hours, Peter replied. Oh, oh, well, y'all are on the wrong ferry if you're looking to reach the city. The very wrong ferry, the figure stated. Wait, what? Peter uttered in frustration. Mamie stood behind him, bewildered. Oh, uh, please don't worry. I can get you back. It's going to take a while, though. The figure said. They added, Y'all should probably come in. It gets weird out there. What? Peter mumbled, at a loss at how to take that response. The figure waved them both in. Mimi poked at Peter, urging him to abide by the captain's request. The two slowly stepped into the cabin. And Wilbur, by the way. My friends call me Steamboat Willie. Wilbur said chipperly, oh my god. <laughs> Was it all for that? Was it all for that? It's was beautiful. It I just, you know, I fuck Disney, you know. Yeah. And also, like, everyone was so excited about the, him him coming into public domain, so That's I right. had to. So Steamboat Willie's going to get fucking railed. All right. <laughs> or rail. Or rail. Willie. <laughs> oh, I, I, I'm Peter. This is Mimi. Peter said in an attempt to be polite, despite the weirdness of the situation. The three of them stood there awkwardly for a few minutes before Mimi spoke up. Um, do you mind if we turn on a light? Can't really see and I'd love to sit down. Oh, of course. Just a fair warning. You might not like what you see. Wilbur answered. Before either Peter or Mimi could parse out what Wilbur meant by that, the lights flicked on. They both looked over at Wilbur as he pulled off his hood. What they saw made them shriek in horror. Despite having what seemed like a body of a man, Wilbur's head was that of a human-sized rat. If it wasn't for the fear, the pair might have noticed the huge rodent's head was sporting a jaunty sailor's cap. <laughs> the pair clung to the wall in shock and horror as Wilbur chimed in again. Yeah, that's usually the reaction I get. If you want, I can put the hood back on. Dude, what the fuck's up with the mask? You scared the shit out of us. Peter shouted, obviously not convinced what he just saw was real. Wilbur just nodded in understanding. 
Yeah, you see, it ain't no mask. That's the face my mama gave me. I know it ain't much to look at. Wilbur joked. What are you? Peter asked, desperate to understand what was happening. Wilbur looked at the two trembling before him, seeing the fear and confusion in their eyes. I don't blame y'all for being scared, but uh, I don't mean y'all harm. I am what I am. But yeah, most people tell me I have a rat's head, so I'm old rat head, I guess. Wilbur said with a chuckle, hoping the joke might provide some comfort. Sensing his joke didn't quite land, Wilbur spoke up again. Truth be told, you're going to be on this boat for a while. Not saying you have to like me, but we're kind of stuck with each other. Might as well make the best of it. Wilbur offered out a hand to Peter. Peter trembled as he moved closer to the seemingly human hand. Finally, Peter gripped Wilbur's hand in his and gave it a gentle shake. Wilbur, being a bit more friendly, gave a hearty shake in response. Peter was uncertain, but thought the rat's head was smiling. Now that that's settled, can I get y'all some grub? With a bit of food and a lot of coaxing, Mimi and Peter found comfort in Wilbert's presence, despite the redhead. Aside from being a little convoluted, Wilbert's anecdotes weren't much different than any other good old boy. In their conversations, they discovered Wilbert knew very little about his upbringing or family, but a lot about steamboats. <laughs> <laughs> Hyperfixation. <laughs> <laughs> They also learned that Wilbur was, as he put it, well-traveled in more ways than one. They politely chuckled at this, though neither of them really were sure what he meant. Peter knew it was an odd question to ask, but couldn't resist. Wilbur, I hope this isn't rude, but are you, like, supernatural? Wilbur took a minute to chew on this question, scratching under his rat chin as he did so. Supper nature? Wilbur questioned with a tilt of his head. I ain't quite sure what you said, but I'm all natural, baby. Wilbur, <laughs> Wilbur, Wilbur, Wilbur proclaimed with a smile. Though still confused, Peter decided not to push the matter further. Mimi joined in with her own questions. Wilbur, sorry, but is your head the only bit about you that isn't human? Do you, do you have any other rat parts? Mimi asked shyly. Oh, yeah. Other than my head and tail, I'm all people. I like to say I got all the good parts. Wilbur said with a charming wink. Tail? tail? Mimi and Peter exclaimed in unison. Ha, <laughs> yeah, I got the tail. Let me show you. Wilbur responded proudly. Wilbur stood up and shut his raincoat and button up. You'll have to excuse me, but I'll have to pull down my britches slightly. Wilbur said. He slipped his pants down and as he claimed... Whipping out of the waistband was a large, rat-like tail. Mimi and Peter watched in amazement as this new appendage wafted around in the air. They were equally amazed to see the attractive form attached to this animal tail. Peter was in awe of how big and nice Wilbur's arms were. You didn't need a trained eye to see Wilbur had done more than a day's worth of hard, work, of hard labor. He wasn't the only one in Wilbur's spell. Mimi, too, didn't hesitate to get an eyeful of what Wilbur was offering. After a couple of minutes of being on display, Wilbur picked up his shirt and started putting it back on. While Wilbur busied with his shirt, Peter nudged Mimi. <laughs> I like how we're like... <laughs> <laughs> Trying to whisper as quiet as he could, Peter said into Mimi's ear. <laughs> God. <laughs> 
I like, I like how Peter's is fucking like simpy as I am. <laughs> <sighs> I wonder if his cocks are rats. <laughs> Should, should I say it like that? Like, no, sure, it's good. It's good. <laughs> it's good. Okay. Okay. Peter. Mimi exclaimed, punching Peter's arm. Peter looked more than pleased with himself and his joke. Oh, it ain't. <laughs> Sorry, I wasn't trying to eavesdrop on y'all. Rat's ears. Wilbur interrupted, pointing at his ears. They kind of hear everything. Peter could feel his face get hot and turn a shade of red. Before he could apologize, Wilbur chimed in again with a kind chuckle. Hey, don't be embarrassed. We all get a little, um, hot and bothered now and then. Peter fussed with his hair sheepishly, feeling like a jerk. A big, horny jerk. Feeling kind of like an ass herself, Mimi thought she might change the subject. Um, hey, Wilbur, who's driving the boat? Mimi asked, realizing no one was steering. Oh, <laughs> you don't have to worry, none, sugar. This thing practically drives itself. Wilbur retorted with the utmost confidence. Peter ignored the idle chatter of the other two and started fumbling in his bag for cigarettes. Still flustered from the embarrassment, Peter picked up his satchel upside down, spilling all the contents on the floor, most of which being fresh condoms. Whoa, whoa, Peter! Yeah. <laughs> well, how, how many fresh condoms do you need, Peter? <laughs> a lot. I like I like fresh, too. Like it, They're like fresh. He, he just got them from the farmer's market. <laughs> yeah. Pick, Organically, pick, like pick fair trade today. condoms. <laughs> oh, shit. Pick this morning. Dude, still on them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, fuck. Oh, shit. Now I, don't, oh, boy. I lost myself. Where are we at? spilling all the contents on the floor, most of which being fresh condoms. This caught the attention of the other two. Shooey! <laughs> I've never seen so many jimmies in one place. Y'all really looking to party, huh? Wilbur quipped with a chuckle. I don't think I've had that good a time in years. He added. Peter, even redder than before, shoveled all the condoms back into his bag as swiftly as possible. Mimi knelt next to him and did her best to appear helpful. Somehow, this slight mishap increased the sexual tension. With all of Peter's things back in their rightful place, there was another impregnable silence, and the trio looked all sorts of coy. Wilbur spoke up again. Hey, can I get one of those six? Yeah, actually, I'll take one too, added Mimi. Peter fetched cigarettes for them all out of his bag, giving one to Mimi and tossing one to Wilbur. Oh, sorry, can I get a light? Wilbur said. Peter brought the flame to Wilbur's sig, taking the opportunity to get a glimpse of Wilbur's handsome hands cupping the flame. Peter then lit his own cigarette and used it to light the one hanging out of Mimi's mouth. Suddenly, Peter and Mimi both felt a firm grip on their asses. Okay. I had I, I couldn't figure out how yeah, to make the transition. You just gotta go for it. You just gotta go for Sometimes it. Sometimes you gotta go for it. And fucking Willie's going for it. <laughs> Steamboat Willie. Steaming, steaming on in there. <laughs> <laughs> Wilbur looked at them both with a big grin. Y'all are looking to party, right? Wilbur asked in a sultry tone. Never wanted to turn down a good time, Mimi tugged slowly on the zipper of Wilbur's slacks, giving him a seductive glance. Peter wasted no time and started undoing Wilbur's belt buckle. 
Each grabbing aside, the two successfully revealed Wilbur's cock that dutifully flung out of his boxer briefs. Peter gripped the thankfully human... <laughs> <laughs> you like thank, that oh yeah. thank god oh thank fucking shit peter gripped the thankfully human dick in his hand and gave it a few leisurely strokes wilbur grunted agreeably as he did so mimi licked the tip as peter continued sliding his hand down the prick the pre-cum was all that pre the pre-cum <laughs> was already f- forming a small pool on top of wilbur's head mimi playfully dabbed the glistening the glistening liquid with a finger, slowly licking it from her fingertips. Peter then popped half the girth in his mouth and moved up and down the length. Wilbur gave a few more approving grunts while Peter worked the shaft. Mimi began gently sucking on Wilbur's balls. This further pleased Wilbur. He stroked Mimi's hair as she played with the testicles in her mouth. Wilbur let this go on for a little bit before deciding it was time for more. Wilbur motioned for Peter to stand and started to undo the button on his jeans. Then, with a forceful grip, he ripped Peter's jeans down, exposing his midsection. Get the lube, Wilbur said in a hushed tone. Obediently, Peter grabbed the astroglide and handed it to Wilbur. All right, get on the ground, ass up. Wilbur directed. Peter did as asked and put his cheeks in the air. Wilbur removed the cap and covered Peter's ass like a canvas with oily lube. <laughs> sake. You like that? Like All a right. canvas? Like a canvas. This is a work of art. That's Wilbur's voice, too. It is. Oh, it is. <laughs> it's a work of art. What? Yes, up. Oh, shit. Oh, Jesus. Then used what remained in the bottle to give his phallus a proper polish. Wanna give me a hand, sugar? Wilbur said, eyes directed toward eyes directed downward at Mimi. Mimi left her post and gave Wilbur space to plant himself behind Peter's elevated asshole. Wilbur gripped Peter's hips in preparation. Mimi then slipped in between the two and grabbed a hold of Wilbur's cock to help guide it into Peter's wanting hole. Peter winced as the tip probed his anus, pressing on the wrinkled flesh. Wilbur teased Peter's hole like this for a moment, pushing the tip in and out. Finally, with real intent and a slow entry, Wilbur's cock inched its way into into Peter's insides. Peter gave a prolonged sigh as it inserted into him. His breathing became heavier the deeper it got. After savoring the pleasure of his dick being gripped in Peter's tight hole, Wilbur began moving his hips back and forth. Peter focused on the sensation of the cock sliding in him. This was the vacation he was after. Sort of. Why don't you take a seat on my lap? Wilbur quipped slyly, taking hold of Peter's belly and leaning backwards with him still on top of his cock. Now, with the help of gravity, Wilbur's dick was completely buried in Peter. Wilbur began thrusting upward now, and with more strength, effectively bouncing Peter on his throbbing penis. Peter's tiny ass cheeks slammed into Wilbur's midsection as he came down from every thrust. Peter could feel the force pulse through his whole torso with each collision. Feeling a little left out, Mimi squatted in front of Peter, who was now properly skewered on Wilbur's cock. She brought her lips to his crotch and started sucking on his engorged clit. Peter whimpered at this new sensation. Mimi's tiny dress stretched tight over her ass as it bobbed up and down. Peter could barely see any of this through his fluttering eyes, but he didn't need to. He was receiving from all directions, and it was divine. 
the pulsing cock inside his oil-slathered ass, the lips giving sweet kisses on his bits. It was a shock he hadn't come yet, but God, was he nearly there. Uh. Squeaked Mimi. <laughs> that's, that's the best you're going to get. All right. <laughs> Fine. I'm not good at this. At least we got one. I'm, I'm excited. Uh. <laughs> Squeaked Mimi, noticing something nudged the crotch of her panties. Trying not to interrupt the head she was administering to Peter, Mimi looked down to investigate. She found Wilbur's tail pressing into her with slow, circular motions. Oh, my. As the, mm-hmm. <laughs> As the tail continued caressing, Mimi became warm and wet. She indulged in the pleasure emanating from her pussy. Peter's dangling legs flailed around as Wilbur continued to pound into him. Each time their bodies met, Peter let out a little prayer that ended in some expletive. He could feel Wilbur's hot breath on his neck as he heaved and snorted. Finally, Wilbur was the one to succumb and exploded in Peter's asshole, wailing as he released into the man riding his cock. The sudden rush of hot fluids was enough to send Peter over the edge, and he... (laughs) Should have read ahead. (laughs) Over the edge, and and he too came with a triumphant moan of... Oh, 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 Willie. <laughs> oh, Willie. Oh, Willie. Oh, Willie. Oh, Willie. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, Willie. Oh, Willie. <laughs> After the two finished, Wilbur softly lifted the now limp Peter from his dick. Peter laid, still trying to catch his breath with his ass leaking goo. Dick still stiff as a board, Wilbur turned his gaze to Mimi. Now it's your turn. Wilbur said hungrily. Mimi flung her soaked lingerie to the side and leaned on her elbows, inviting Wilbur over. Still oozing with juice, Wilbur's cock twitched at the display before him. Folding her like a pretzel, Wilbur jabbed his soggy member into Mimi, pushing out a barely audible moan of pleasure. She held this yoga-esque pose as Wilbur hastened his pummeling, She felt her whole body become flush as the hard rock dick massaged her insides. She relished the feeling of so many warm juices sculching out of her as Wilbur burrowed deeper. It wasn't long before she gave in to the orgasm swelling in her, face frozen as she silently gasped. Her whole... (laughs) How convenient for her (laughs) that that she's silently (laughs) orgasming, huh? Hey, I wrote this thing (laughs) and did the research. Give me a break. (laughs) Her whole body tinkled as the orgasm quaked within her. She shuddered wildly. Once Mimi stopped squirming beneath him, Wilbur ever so gently slid out of her warm hole. Much like Peter, Mimi could do Mimi could do much else than recover. Wilbur looked down at the hot, sweaty messes on the floor and just smirked. With hands on his hips, Wilbur said with a sigh. Sleep well, my babies. <laughs> the end. The end? Question mark? Question mark. Steamboat Willie's gonna come get you. Steamboat Willie. It's gonna get you. So that was my thing. I wrote it. I had COVID. Yay. There were some typos, unfortunately. But, you know, it happens. It happens. It was great. When, you're, when your brain is braining, when sort of. When your brain's brained. When your brain is brained. I loved it. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. Yeah, there there is a longer version that I think we should record for Patreon because some 
some very silly scene setting that I would like us to do. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I wrote that. I love it. Yeah, I really did same. love it. I just, I just wanted to jump on the Steamboat Willie, you know, public domain train, and it made sense to me. Who knew Steamboat <laughs> Willie was going to have a big human cock? A big, thankfully human cock. Thankfully, <laughs> thankfully human cock is another. That's a good shirt. That's yeah. a very, that's a very good shirt. Um, so who would fuck Steamboat Willie? Me. Okay. Okay. Yeah, he seems fun. Yeah, yeah he seems fun. Yeah, yeah, he seems yeah. fun. Yeah. All right. Sweet. Yeah. Down for a good time. Who isn't? Who isn't? Joyce, you didn't answer. Oh. Um, yeah, I think I would fuck Steamboat Willie. He sounds good. Nice. He you know, the rat head. Mm, yeah. That that might throw me off. We might have to talk. Um figure yeah, that but out. Like you gotta you gotta envision it as um as fucking what's his name from uh Secret of Nim. <laughs> I think this is a very gym centric uh love affair with I think the character is Jonathan. Jonathan, Jonathan. The, the sexy rat from Secrets of Nim. <laughs> <laughs> so it's close as Jim's ever got to furry territory. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, there is like a, I don't know if it's an affinity or a, um, a like attraction, like your attraction, Jonathan, but Mrs. Brisby, I think she's very sweet. She's very sweet. She's very sweet. It's th- not the character that's sexy, it's the voice. That's what yeah, it is. Yeah. Her voice mm. is good. Like, same he, with Jonathan. Yeah. It's like, yeah. It, it's just like a, it's a vibe. It's not like yeah. it's not like the look. It's, What's it's like, just a vibe. The it was like vibe. when he is a kid with um, Hex from Ferngully. Oh yeah. I mean it, that it, song, Toxic Love. Yeah. And like, he's like doing all those dances and shit. Yeah. It's like, oh my god. Yeah, yeah. I felt stuff, and it was weird because it was like a dark, evil ooze skeleton. Yeah. There. yeah. And I was like, <laughs> it literally was yeah. like an, a noxious ooze skeleton. Yeah. Well, I think the thing to remember with these is like, yeah, what you said, like vibes, like the animators are creating a certain kind of person. They just happen to give this person a like a rat's body. But like it still embodies a certain type of person you would meet out in the world. Yeah. So like the vibe is there. So like that's how you can be like, hmm, Jonathan. Yeah. Hmm. You know, like. He was charismatic as fuck. He was very charismatic. He was very charming. I saw somewhere someone say it's not surprising that millennials are anti-capitalists and furries because uh, all you got to do is look at Robin Hood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, shit. yeah. Robin Hood. Robin Hood and Pe- Little John walking through the forest. <laughs> Every yeah, exactly. See? Has oh its ups and downs. Sometimes oh the ups outnumber the downs. Oh, not in Nottingham. <laughs> I'm inclined to believe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Fantastic. Shall we wrap it? Yeah, that was good. Let's wrap it up. Yeah. Hey, thank you for listening to our show. We really appreciate it. We love you. Hope you're doing well out there. Do you want to find more things laughs? Of course you do. Go to our link tree at linktree slash laughspod. And that's L-A-F-S-P-O-D. What will you find there? You will find our website. The most important bit is the cryptid Cupid submission form. If you write a story, find a story. Or you're interested in just talking to us, you know, use that. Submit something to us. We would love to read it. Um, next, you will find Patreon. Also pretty important. 
we have four tiers. We have a general good luck club. We have a literature club, which you get stories and notes that we write, uh, like the story I wrote today. Um, there's the content club where you get all that, but you also get special content like bonus episodes, video content, art, etc. What? What? Right. Uh, and then last, the Booty Pick of the Month Club. It is what it sounds like. You get all other stuff, but you also get a picture of butts and or butts specifically belonging to us once a month. Please. And if you happen to have found this on a USB drive in an alleyway, you can find out how to listen to us in different ways by also going to our link tree. Yeah. 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 For sure. All the podcatchers are on there. If, oh. if some guy in a trench coat in an alley gave this to you on a USB drive in an alleyway. <laughs> Don't trust them. Um, <laughs> that, yeah. that was me. It was me. Perfect. I love it. Yeah. You know, listen to that USB drive, then go to the podcatcher of choice. And give us a review. We would love it. You know what? Anything. Constructive criticism or praise. We love praise. praise uh, give us those stars. And also tell your dog, tell your mom, tell your enemies. You know, like, let them know about our show. That super helps. And we would love it. Uh, do you have a thought about a specific episode? Apparently you can do that on Spotify now. Oh, okay. After you listen, go on and say, hey, I like this part about it. Or, hey, I didn't like this part about it. You can say that, too. It doesn't have to be nice. We but hope we it prefer is. it. <laughs> we hope it is, but it doesn't have to be. Um, we'll fight you. <laughs> we'll fight you. But yeah, I'll, um, I'll fight them. I think that's it. Um. Oh, actually, I kind of, oh? if you're interested in doing like a listener story where it's not you writing a porn, I kind of, I'm interested in hearing about our listeners' um, experiences with, um, Sleep paralysis. Oh, specifically. okay. Yeah, All right. that would be really good. Have you had any experiences with sleep paralysis? If you have, write us. Yeah. You can use our Cryptic Cupid through mm -hmm. our website, or mm -hmm. if you just want to email us, you can do that at laughspod.gmail. Yeah. Or at Gmail. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. You know how Gmail works. Yeah. 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 Uh, you can also go to our Twitter or our Instagram mm -hmm. and message us mm -hmm. there. So we do have social we media. We're all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That it? That's it. Yep. Watch them shadows, sweeties. Stay horny, babes. I got a human cock. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>